Oh, it's so wonderful to see you again. Come in and unwind. Welcome back to the Celestial Cafe, a podcast for the magical mind. So come, take a seat. Would you like something sweet? A star drop potion for the soul? Maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat? I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here's your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Celestial Cafe podcast. Today it is myself, Panthera, and Fuchsia here for our mini episode. This week's topic is talking about our favorite witch books for beginners. We chose this episode to complement the launch of our Patreon book club, which you can now join at our $10 tier on patreon.com forward slash Celestial Cafe TV and check out the Luna Pop tier. Very excited to share this with you guys. Um, Fuchsia has helped plan it all out. We'll be leading our sessions. Did you kind of want to explain what we decided? Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, First of all, this whole episode is going to be talking about books, which is my favorite subject ever. Um, Librarian, lunar libraries. I love books. Um, And (laughs) we're going to talk about some of our favorite beginner witchcraft books. But to launch the book club in Patreon, we picked one specific book that is a great book for both beginners and experienced practitioners alike, we're going to be reading Psychic, which by Matt Aron. How we're going to format this is it's going to be two months per book. And the first month will, at the end of the first month, we'll meet together and discuss and do a little ritual um, from like the first half of the book. And then after at the second month, we will be discussing the whole book, just kind of like our thoughts and insights on it. See if anyone got any different things from it. This is a really, really great book about um, just strengthening your psychic abilities as a witch and about um, it's a lot of protection, a lot of meditation, a lot of all of that great stuff. We're going to talk about it during this episode. Yes. So, <laughs> so, so we're really excited to start off with this because um, even if you've been practicing for 10 years, if you've been practicing for 10 days, yeah, it's definitely you'll a get a lot read, out of this In my book. opinion. Um, yeah. So I'm just so excited. Even though we're going to be doing bi-monthly books, we wanted to give you guys plenty of time to be able to get to the book and to be able to read the book. We know we all have busy lives, but we're still going to be doing monthly meetings. So you'll still be getting that content every month and that group hangout, which I'm so excited for. We're creating a whole forum in the Discord, so that should be rolling out shortly. Very, very excited. And I hope you guys join us and we'll, we'll see you at the end of June for our first meetup for the book club. So... I'm really excited about getting together to do rituals and uh, actually putting into practice the things that we read about in these books as a group. I'm really excited about that. I know. I'm definitely... Because I read a lot. (laughs) And not as much as I used to, but I'm getting back into it and... Very rarely do I actually take the time to go through and practice some of the spells and exercises that are in a lot of these books that we're going to be discussing today. So it's really fun to get the opportunity to discuss it in a group and we can talk about how we would tweak things to apply to our individual practices and how to like maybe manipulate it to apply to a different situation. I just I love that kind of conversation uh, within witchcraft and, and group practice that you don't often get as a solo practitioner, which all of us here at least are. And I'm sure many of you 
you at home. So definitely check out the uh, the $10 tier on our Patreon if you're interested in kind of this. It's like a book coven. <laughs> like, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> We've already had some really excited interest in it. And I am just so pleased to see that the moment we launched it, people signed up for it. So this is going to be great. So happy. So today specifically, we're going to be talking about our top five books for beginner witches for each of us. I am really excited for this episode because getting into this practice, there's so much. And they always so tell much. you when you get into witchcraft, like research, 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 like you just start with learning everything. And but it's so overwhelming. And then Almost every book is also like marketed to beginners. There's very few books that aren't. And I think that this is such like a, it's so useful to actually hear from other like creators and things and book reviewers about what books they actually think are helpful for beginners. Because when you're just starting out, that this is how I kind of created my list. It's like, okay, right at the beginning when I was just interested or starting to like actually practice, like I'd done my research, I knew I was interested um, in like the overall. Now I wanted to get into like the nitty gritty and how do I actually begin? How do I actually start? These are the books that I wish I had read sooner and had with me during that first section of that journey. So I know I think both of us had for our first book, Psychic Witch by Matt Oren, which since we just talked we about to. how that's going to be our book for the book club, we're going to talk about it in a way that is um, not spoilery at all. So definitely, if you're interested in this, come join us in the book club and let's talk about it together. But so one thing that I love about this book in particular, and it starts off, I read it a while ago. So also feel free to correct me because it's been a few years. Um, it talks about the importance of understanding energy like and being able to recognize when things are working and when things aren't and i think that's such a crucial thing that's some of like the first exercises are about being able to sense kind of energy and when you've actually made the shift so that way you know when that spell you just did is actually gaining you benefits and i think that's such a crucial crucial skill to kind of have and be able to recognize um, energy work is just so in different ways, um, whether it's spell work or and things like that, it's it's so important to to witchcraft and it is such like a tool that can be used in tandem. Even if I know both of us are more of like the traditional witches kind of here on the podcast, but even just looking at it from more of like a spiritual perspective, if you're not necessarily you don't consider yourself a witch, you don't consider yourself necessarily like someone who's practicing witchcraft, even if you are just interested in energy or manifestation, this book is still going to be extremely helpful to you and what you want to achieve with your goals and your practices. Mm -hmm. What yeah, do you think, when I When I first picked up this book, um, I actually didn't pick it up until fairly recently, like within the past year. Um, and I think I actually asked you, I was like, I know you're a big fan of this book. Do you think it's still useful for someone who has been practicing and has been doing magic for a while? Um, or do you think I should just skip it? And you were like, no, you'll get stuff out of it. And I did. But when I first picked it up, <laughs> I picked it up because I was, I'm specifically like trying to hone my actual like innate mm -hmm. psychic abilities that yeah, I have. You have clairs, uh, right? Like you have clear yeah. senses and so yeah. So, so like I've always, um, like always seen things before they happen. I have prophetic dreams and, uh, visions and stuff. So, um, uh, so like trying to just 
tame those, I guess, and be able to control them more. Um, so when I opened this, that's what I was hoping to get out of this book. There's so much more. There's so much more in this book about just psychic hygiene. Mm-hmm. To like, we're use a weird phrase that just came out of nowhere, but but basically, <laughs> like your psychic hygiene, like how to maintain your psychic abilities and to keep them clear of all those negative energies that you like yeah. just pick up in your day to day. Definitely something I need to be more aware of doing. <laughs> exactly, and I think that like spirit. We'll just talk about spiritual hygiene for a minute, but um, or psychic hygiene. Um, it's kind of like if your house is messy and you're trying to find something, it's so difficult, right? There's so much other things in the way, so you can kind of that same concept applies. As I whack my mic, um, and like it, you know, internally or energetically and everything, it kind of can go in multiple layers. But it's so important to have everything kind of like clear and open for you to be able to receive those messages or interpret or sense so it's so so important and this this book will just give you a solid foundation on that and it's great like it's one of those things i did not put like i mean when i started i meditated and i knew about like energy Mm -hmm. and boundaries and like keeping things clean and stuff but like i did not put a lot of work into maintaining them as thoroughly as honestly people really should um yeah. so so it's Slams. like <laughs> which i mean i work in like at, at the time when i first started i was working in, like social health and like social social um Social work, ah, social mm-hmm. work, and mental health, and like I really could have used this stuff, but instead I was taking all that stuff home, and it was stressing me out and everything, and um, and just like getting into this book and reading things, and like, yeah, 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 okay. So, so like I know <laughs> I, I should be it. doing this, yeah. and <laughs> and one of the things I love about this book is that every chapter has a different focus, but there are mm-hmm. so many different exercises. So you can choose like what kind of exercise works yes. for you. 100%. Um, and that's one of the things I loved so much about this book is the exercises were actually as somebody I really struggle with meditation. Um, a lot of exercises that books give, they're not very ADHD friendly. And I, that is one thing that I still use the meditation exercises from the beginning of this book to this day. Like it's one of the only ones that actually like works for me. Um, it, it's so good. Like I very ADHD friendly. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just thinking we need to do an episode on ADHD witchcraft because that would uh, be fun. Yeah. <laughs> it has its struggles. <laughs> but um, yes. but yeah, like like that's at the very beginning of the book and throughout the book you build on that um initial like meditation practice and you can add to it or you can change it or you can just keep it exactly how you did the first exercise and it's really great um it's so accessible to everyone honestly 100 100 so so what do you consider to be your next most crucial book for beginners my next book is not a surprise because i mentioned this one on the podcast a lot um and yet I forgot it off my list when I sent it to you. But Madame Pamita's Book of Candle Magic. 
I love this book. It is amazing for anyone who, first of all, I mean, for people who do candle magic, but it's got so many resources on like information on other things like um, oils and uh, different color um associations and all of that so this is a really great book for anyone who does candle magic of any type it will um teach you how to do basic candle magic and it will give you the information to upgrade your candle magic to to using um anointing oils to making your own anointing oils even um to to how to make your own beeswax candles um and uh like just different things for what different shapes of candles are good for like if you have a cat shaped candle that might be good for um for stealth or for protection versus a um like a body shaped candle would be used for <laughs> influencing other people kind of things so so there's so much information in this book um you can tell i have referenced it a lot because like the cover is rubbing off <laughs> like i, I like use this book on the so corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i will say um, this is one of the books i got this book at fuchsia's recommendation a while ago right when i was getting into candle making as well and um this book is something i've never sat and read it all the way through but i do reference it so often and it's one of those things that's great to have on your shelf as like a, a reference book when you're planning on doing a candle spell or even just to get like ideas and inspiration for something that you might be working on um i love to use candle magic and tan uh, tandem with like all other spells that i do pretty much C candles are always there and going no matter what i'm doing so this book has been a very helpful addition to my library as well yeah one of the things i love it's not like you might look at the title of the book of candle magic and you might think it's a book of spells it's not it's it's this is the information to create your own spells and to power up your spells and to do them more successfully. Um, so, so I love that. I have books of spells. This is not one of them. But one of the other things I love, this entire back section here, this is all appendices 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 Append it's so <laughs> nice when books do that especially witchcraft books because like you sometimes you'll be looking back and you want to just get a specific idea this is why i definitely recommend taking notes by the way too um when reading witchcraft books because so often i'm so bad at it and i always want to go back and reference something and i can never find it again um yeah. highly recommend one of the things <laughs> i like about these appendixes is I don't remember what the plural form of that is, but that's okay, um, is that they're organized by use. So this is a list of magical herbs, but it's all, this is these are the herbs for attraction. These are the herbs for fame. These are the herbs for immortality. Ooh, immortality. Um, <laughs> but but so it's, it's organized by use instead of being like, okay, well, I have parsley. What's parsley good for? Nope, I don't need that. Um, which like I like when books have that too. I like but, both, ideally. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's, it's but hard sometimes. It, it's nice with the scope of this book. It's nice to have it organized mm -hmm. by that way. Um, so like like Panthers Panther said, it's a really great reference tool. Um, so so there's like 
an appendix on magical talismans and there's an appendix on um, just like different um, crystals even that these things that you can use in tandem with your candle magic. So I, I, and this book for having like such it. a good, um, I think it's appendices, appendices. I, I know, right? Multiple. <laughs> um, I think so too. <laughs> but um, this book is very affordable compared to some of the other like big books. Like I'm thinking of, like some of the Scott Cunningham, some of the um, Buckland books, like you know some of those like big hefty witchcraft books. Um, this book has a lot of those kinds of same correspondences, albeit a little smaller, right? Um, um, but for a very affordable price. So if you're looking for a good, easy reference book, this one's a, a great one to have. While I'm on the subject, I didn't include this because I was thinking more like narrative books and books like you sit down and read. But on the subject of references, absolute 100 percent everyone should have this book is Llewellyn's book of um, correspondences. It is a huge, huge book. I didn't grab it because I didn't think of it, but it's huge. <laughs> it has everything. It has astrology. It has crystals. It has herbs. It has colors. It has days of the week. It has, it has gods and goddesses. It has everything. It is huge. And I think it's actually only like $35 for, for That's such a big book. Not so, too bad. Um, Lou Ellen's book of um, correspondences, I think everyone should have, um, <laughs> but but I didn't include it because it's not a sit down and read book. It's literally a reference book. So that's it. So I think what about my, you? <laughs> so I read these two books one after the other, and so they kind of merged together in my brain. And this was again a, a little while ago, so bear with me if you've read these and I say this incorrectly. But it's there's two of Jason Miller's books, The Sorcerer's Secrets, and then The Elements of Spellcrafting. And both of these books are fantastic. Um, I recommend them both. I I think it. I want to say it goes Sorcerer's Secrets first and then Elements of Spellcrafting second. I think that's the order that he wrote them in, but I'm not entirely sure. But in them, basically, he talks about whole systems of like how magic works and in, explains them in multiple ways. So he he very thoroughly explains when it's coming from his own personal use and then what the majority of people like these are tend to be the three ways that people see the world and the, these are like the religions that would fit within those viewpoints but then this is how we're going to use this in our magical practice and this ritual kind of corresponds with that and it's just it's so i love going into like the science behind things and the um understanding and jason miller does such a good job with explaining how he thinks magic works and it's very very fascinating to me highly highly recommend um elements of spellcrafting too i want to say that's the one where he goes through each parts of spells like timing um, and then correspondences and then like materials versus non-material. And he goes through all these different reasons of why or why not your spells might work. So like if your spells aren't working, these are the things to take a look at. Um, and it goes into like the importance of words and like the importance of structure and like so many different things. And it's so helpful for like it, like I would consider these like foundational textbooks if you were like looking through it. Like I don't know, he just does such a good job of explaining like how the the basics of spellcrafting works and how these things build up to give you the results that you're looking for, and how you might tweak them to give you the results. And 
they're, they're just fantastic, fantastic books. I know a lot of people recommend his book, um, Protection and Reversal Magic is one of the first books for beginners. And that is a fantastic book. I will say it's his first book and it's very specifically targeted toward like Hecatean magic. So if you're very interested in working with Hecate, highly recommend. If you're not, you know, just it's going to take some tweaking for you to really apply it to what you do. A lot of his stuff is very like ceremonial inspired. Um, so just to, you know, take what works for you, but that book, I, I do think it's, it's a great read, but I think that sometimes understanding like the building blocks of what you're trying to do is more important than like, here's some spells or here's how this overall Absolutely. like category of magic works and protection is obviously very, very important. I'm not trying to say that it's not, but I think that understanding in general, how you get a spell to work will make it so that way when you go to do protection magic, that will be more effective or you'll be able to understand better like is the spell actually working because protection is one of those things where it's like obviously it's very important and every witch should have it right but it's also very difficult to know when it's actually working like unless you have like somebody who's like actively trying to get you or somebody who is like harassing you online and then they stop like something that's active like an event going on it's really difficult to know if you're just like chilling living your best life like is it working is it not like i don't know <laughs> like it, it can be a little more tricky for beginners i think yeah yeah and like like what you were saying like knowing the building blocks is really important for um for just knowing whether something's working or not or how to tailor it to better suit you and your life and your needs absolutely um, yeah and i i'm also a big fan of i was actually just talking about this on stream the other day about how i'm a big fan of you have to know the rules of magic to know how to break them. Um, and mm -hmm. like certain things might work for you that are not normally like protection, um, but they might work for you for Absolutely. reasons because you have a strong association with this. Um, but until you really understand why you can't just throw it in a spell. Um, so, so knowing, yeah. knowing stuff like that is important. I've never read Jason Miller, but I know I have heard you mention his books so I many talk times. about his books a lot. And I, I just <laughs> yeah. really enjoy his style of writing too, because mm -hmm. it's very like practical. It's very from experience too. He has a lot of, um, he spent a lot of time working with a lot of different practitioners from a lot of different walks of life, mm -hmm. um, which is very interesting. But then he's also like no bullshit. Like he kind of just like tell tells you how it is. He, it's funny sometimes. It's silly sometimes. But like he, it's it, it feels like you're having a conversation with a person instead of like reading a textbook or something. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. sometimes I feel like a lot of books, especially witchcraft books, people are trying almost too hard to be like the professional witch, the high and mighty, like, and, and it feels just very um, aloof sometimes. And that's one of the reasons why I really like his writing style. It, it, it feels like talking to a person or like a mentor or somebody who's like honestly trying to help you and but they're without not they're doing it in a way that is too casual yeah they're not being like condescending but like, like it's, what up dudes yeah <laughs> but it's highly recommend his stuff's very very good but those two in particular i would consider those two books have had a, a big influence on my practice overall um what about what about your next one? Okay, so I'm gonna take a page from your book and take talk about 
two books at the same time, kind of. Um, th- <laughs> like, w- we'll do one after the other, but they're in the same um, vein. So mm-hmm. the first is Badass Ancestors by Patty w- Wigington, um, which is just... Oh, I, I have notes in here and everything. Um, it's just a really great start if you want to start working with ancestors this is been on my wish list for a long time we might have to add that to our (laughs) list for it's really good i was i was thinking it might be good for leading up to Salwin because it is it's great and it's not a lot of the actual i mean some of it's the actual work of working with the ancestors but it's the information on ancestral archetypes um what to do if you don't have like if you don't know your ancestors or or don't want to work with them um it's information on finding information about your ancestors um I will say it is mostly geared to people of European descent, but it does have um, like just with the resources of like finding ancestry and stuff. Um, But it does have information for people who were either like adopted or their ancestors were slaves and they don't know what came before, where they came from exactly. Um, So it does have information for that. It's also like, it's a really short book. I think I read this in like two or three days, honestly. It's a lot of information, but it's a really good, easy read. Um, Mm -hmm. I... I love this. I this spurred me into um, finally getting into ancestor work myself be- beyond just my um, my close ancestors, like my dad and my best friend. Um, and it led me into finding really interesting stories about my ancestors. So so I was like, my ancestors were involved in the Salem witch trials. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they. Um, protested the Salem witch trials and had to flee Salem because then they were okay. branded as witches. <laughs> My ancestors, their parents, um, were arrested in Plymouth um, because they didn't go to church. So, my, my ancestors were rebel rousers from way, way back when, like all the way to like we can trace it to the 1100s in Scotland, and like, like signing the Declaration of Independence in Scotland, and like revolting against the king. And so, so like I found all that like information from this, <laughs> like from from being spurred by this. Very interesting, so, yeah. Inspiration so, takes uh, takes yeah. over sometimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so this is this was like a really great um uh catalyst for getting into ancestor work. So I really recommend it for anyone who might be interested in ancestor work. And then if you get through this and you find out about your ancestors or Again, ancestral archetypes. If you want to work with the spirit of Joan of Arc, I fucking love Joan of Arc. Um, like you can work with her as an ancestor because it's an ancestor archetype, and there's an entire chapter about that and what that means. And um, and like you can work with um, even like archetypes of people who didn't really exist, but they're so integral to 
like, like Arthurian folklore. legends. That was literally <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> if you guys don't know already, Fuchsia is a huge like Arthurian legend buff. That's actually uh, very I have into a, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round a, Table. I may have an Arthurian legend book over here for <laughs> maybe. Um, but so so it goes into that like you can talk, you can work with these ancestral archetypes um, if you want to like bring in some of that courage or that sense of honor or like chivalry or whatever um you can you can use the ancestral archetypes if you don't have anyone in your actual family line that you want to work with um for that reason and then get once i finished that i picked up this book a spirit work primer um it's a beginner's guide to spirit work by nag loki shivanov um i actually met him and he signed my book um but it's a really great um actually doing the work book it's a really great um like this is how you um, work with spirits, not just ancestors. There's sections in in here in ancestors, but but also with otherworldly spirits. Um, when I wanted to get started, I was like, okay, I want to get started, but how do I do things? And a lot of this book is based on different ceremonial magic. So a lot of like, there's some things that are very ceremonial and, um, and like a whole like 30 days of like giving offerings to, to a spirit before you work with them and stuff. But that's, there's specific, like when you're trying to work with deities or you're trying to work with demons and you don't want them to screw you over kind of thing. Um, there's, there's all in here, but it's also, there's also so the less ceremonial that he goes over, that's more um, the day to day, because not everyone is going to be able to dedicate 30 days of nothing but putting out offerings and meditating. <laughs> so so um, so he does go over he does go over some of the more rigorous things, but he also goes over the more um, everyday kind of things that people can incorporate into their practice. So I really, um, I really enjoyed this book. It's not, um, very well known. It was just reprinted after not being printed for many, many years. So it was just, it was just reprinted, but it's, um, it's really, um, a gem, a hidden gem, I would say. I, I enjoy this book a lot. Um, so it's it's just like how to work with them and how to how to communicate with them and what you can get from different kinds of spirits. So it's not just ancestors, but there are ancestors are spirits that you can work with. Um, but so so that's that's this book. I, I really enjoyed that. That's a spirit work primer. So oh, like primer, cool. it's, it's totally for beginners. Um, so if you've never done any spirit work before, it is going to hold your hand through it and it's great, but it's also good for people who have done some work also. So, Yeah. So I think my next book and this book, I kind of went back and forth on whether or not I wanted to include this one because it wasn't my favorite book that I've read, but I feel like it went over a lot of really cool concepts that I wish I had 
learned and knew of sooner. Um, but this is The Witch at the Forest's Edge. Um, and this is by Christine Grace. So just so you guys know, getting into this book, it is like a specific tradition that these people have created and they have like their own like online coven and things like that. And they do talk about it a lot. I feel like that's that's a little bit of a red flag for me. Um, like because I don't necessarily want to go join like some random like, internet coven. But a lot of the concepts of this. So this book is basically about what they're path is and the what they hold dear on this path and so it um it talks a lot about riding the hedge um it's about it's very much about interacting with like the land spirits around you and communicating with spirits in a way that is very similar like it, it's basically hedge witchery um with a focus on l working with the land around you specific like uh, your local land spirits your native plant species your animals around you so i did find a lot of this uh book to be very insp inspiring for me and working with what is around me um they talk a lot about some great techniques for getting into like trance States and things like that that's something that i didn't really know for a long time and how integral that can be into especially with spirit communication and things like that um and i feel like a lot of books don't even touch some of this stuff and but i think at the very least even if you don't want to try it for yourself um learning about ways to get into like trance states whether it be through rhythm beats movement dance however you wish to do it um i think it can be a very effective tool for like building and raising energy for getting into a more liminal headspace and for accessing kind of like um like kind of almost that like subconscious right it, it kind of like puts you in a moving meditation almost um so for that particular reason i i put this book in my top five um between that and just teaching you like the structure of how you start working with your local land spirits and things like that um i thought this book was very helpful in that way so it it fought its way up there but <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of it, so oh um, yeah, it's I pretty. Guess... It was recommended. I listened to it on ebook, um, so I, I want to go back and like actually like read read it too. Um, but I did. I learned a lot from it, which I thought was interesting, um, and it definitely like helped inspire the work that I was already doing with my local land spirits and things like that. Um, so I, I, it's definitely a book that I wish I had at the early part of my practice to just open myself up to working with more of what's around me rather than feeling like I needed to to go somewhere or buy something or whatever at the beginning of my practice. Like that's the main reason why I liked yeah. this book. Mm -hmm. What about um, you I for your next one? This is my last book. Um, we've gone through four of them already. Wow. Um, so this is also another, I actually did get this book fairly early on in my practice not like super early on but fairly early on but um but it's weave the liminal by laura tempest zakroff it is a great overall beginner book what i like about this is that it touches on a bunch of different subjects and goes into them enough to pique your interest um and give you some information but it doesn't go into any topic very heavily which when you're first starting out you might be overwhelmed with there are so many different things i mean literally 
anything in the world could be a part of witchcraft. So, so there's so many things. Um, so this touches on a lot of them and really explains like, what is a witch? That is literally a section in the book. What is a witch? What makes a witch? Um, and it, she doesn't really give, um, like a concrete definition, but more gets you thinking about what, what is a witch? Um, actually, I think Laura uses she and they pronouns. So I hope I'm correct on that. Um, but, um, it's just really great. There's a section on working with deities. It is like choosing a God or not. So it's like, it's really emphasizing you don't have to work with deities if you don't want to. I know, especially if you're on witch talk, sometimes like working with deities, deities seems like it's a necessity. It's not. Um, so, so she goes into that. There's um, like exploring, you might guess, the liminal aspects of witchcraft. Um, there's the, the craft part of witchcraft, the, the materials, the um, materia magica that we use to actually put together our spells going into like, like there's sections going into like gathering herbs and, and um, like doing all um, the actual physical thing. But what I really like most about this book is that it really emphasizes making your own craft, making your craft for your path, for what works for you. She gives you a lot of um, options and a lot of information in a way that's not overwhelming, but also in a way that is like, this is you, this is for you to decide what to do. And, and here's information you're going to do whatever works for you with this information. And I really like that, especially for beginners who might only, um, be familiar with a few different things, um, and, and just, or familiar with way too many things and are overwhelmed <laughs> or they think that like, especially if you're coming from a more um, like, like a Catholic background, like me, you think there's one way to do things. It's not, that's not the case. And so, so I really like that as a note. Um, she also wrote one of my other great books. Mm -hmm. um, I have Sigil witchery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sigil witchery. Um, it's great for getting into sigil magic. It's the only way that sigils actually make sense to me. There's a couple different ways of doing sigils, but this relies on more like actual symbols rather than like the, the writing out letters kind of way um, that people do. So I really like, um, this is like an actual book on how to combine sigils. Like here's all these different symbols and how to combine them. Um, but um, I wanted to, just throw that in as a like little aside because both of these books are great and um, definitely start with this one. But if you're interested in sigil magic, this is like a great, great sigil book. So, yeah. Oh, I know those books. <laughs> so sigil witchery, I've definitely like touched in a lot, referenced it a lot. Um, Weave the Liminal, I've been wanting to read for a while. I have it. It's just one of those books that I just haven't gotten around to quite yet. Um, but I love sigil witchery. That's so helpful. I reference it all the time. Um, so I think my final book is Of Blood and Bones by Kate. I think it's Frawler, um, which this book probably 
gave did the most influence like on my my craft of all the books that are here um it is a darker book so just so you guys know this this book is not all love and light it talks about using blood it talks about using dirt um bugs like it, it does not shy away from the dirty gross parts of the craft um it talks a lot about cursing and hexing um and kind of the ethics and morals behind this and i just welcome you to to read it with an open mind and see kind of how you know your ethics and morals fit in with this you, you of course don't have to do anything that you don't agree with um but it definitely is an eye-opening book yeah, when it comes to reading about like curses and hexing, I always, I, I mean, maybe this speaks to me as a librarian, but I always, I'm always of the mind that like knowing is good, even if you don't want to do absolutely, even like say like you know about hexes and someone hexes you, you know how you to, need to know how to break it. it. Yeah, if so, you know what goes so, into the curse, then you know how to break a curse. Yeah. So, um, yeah, even if you're looking at it from just a defensive point of view like that, or just like knowledge, just straight knowledge for knowledge's sake, and not all this book isn't all about curses. There's protections in it. There are um, just charms for for helping yourself. There's a lot of dark moon magic. So if you work a lot with the full moon, maybe challenge yourself with the dark moon. Um, it's such such a good book and one of the things that this really helped me with because I, I did read this book barely into my practice um, but one thing that I hadn't really done much of is making my own stuff from scratch um, I wish I had started more like this with more homemade things doing things myself but I feel like I kind of held myself back with like a perfectionist mindset of well, this person can make it better than me, so I'll just give them money and do that. And, you know, that's great for some things, but I wish I had... I would have gotten more practice in my craft if I had just tried to do it myself. And now and, you're the one who makes things and people give you money. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, Fairwood Wears on Etsy if you're interested in buying my oils and stuff like that. Crystals! Uh, but so, anyways... Um, <laughs> This book talks a lot about layering your craft and it teaches you, you know, how to make the oil that you're then going to put on your homemade candle and then how to use both of those things in the spell. And then you make like a powder that's going to go in this. And there's like so many layers, like you make like a box and then you put things in the box and you make the oil to anoint the box and like um, just layers upon layers of witchcraft. And nothing has boosted my results more than working in layers and now that i have it, it's kind of and it's more fun too like i don't know how else to describe it like you go from just a candle spell where you just light a candle to making your own oil and anointing it to adding your er, your custom herb blend that you made and maybe you mix an incense and you're burning that at the same time and you're just adding all of this beautiful stuff. It's like a, a beautiful garden, you know? You it, go it from just roses into, to yeah. a lush yeah. mix of vegetation. Like, like, like it turns it into more of a ritual than just mm -hmm. lighting a candle. Like, more yes, than, like, exactly. Like, it gets you into the headspace more. Lighting a candle works. And it's, but but if you want like if you want that ritual feeling and sometimes sometimes you just want to light a candle mm -hmm. and go. I mean that's why I sell tea lights um, <laughs> specifically for that. But actually they're sold out. But um, but but like lighting a candle sometimes you just want that. Sometimes you want an extra oomph. Sometimes mm -hmm. you want to. Sometimes it's so important that you want to make a whole 
big to do about it. It's For like, sure. it's like, it's like, I don't know. I'm like comparing my birthday to avocados, my cat. Um, <laughs> I do nothing for my birthday. His birthday, though, I have a birthday stream. We get tuna. He gets a candle in his tuna. That's like so everything cute. for him. <laughs> but, but for me, I'm like, I got some like cheesecake from the grocery store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no, honestly, <laughs> cheesecake from the store is underrated. The, mine yeah, but has like, a Dolce de Leche. <laughs> the prepackaged cheesecake from the grocery store. Yes. <laughs> like, so, so, but, but it's just like his birthday is special. My birthday is just another day. So, so like you can just making all those different layers and making it this big to do out of yes. it can be really energizing for a specific mm-hmm. spell keeping in mind we don't always have the energy to do all of that or yes. time or anything um but the so book that's one thing that i really liked about this too because like this book tells you teaches you about like making these individual things and how to layer them but even if you don't like one uh this is particularly about dark moon magic so i'm gonna use that as the example let's say the new moon is coming up and you're just you've had a bad week and but last month you had a a good week and you made that oil and now this time you don't necessarily have to go and make candles or a powder or something new you can use that oil that you used last time and use it in a way that is unique to a spell that you want and you have that already made and crafted and it's ready to go mm-hmm. so it, it it there's a level of like preparedness too when it comes to like building these layers in your craft and having these items for you to pull from when you need them so that way, when you don't have the energy, you still have the tools there and ready for you. Yeah. And because sometimes, yeah, I don't want to to go and do like a whole big pillar candle and carve it and dress it and everything. Maybe I do want a tea lights that I've already made. And maybe those tea lights when I made them have like the scents that I want for this particular correspondence or the they're already pre-dressed and they're ready to go. So when I had the energy, I like you know, was able to craft things that I could then pull from in the future. And just all of that stuff, this book is one, I, I read this as a audio book at first. Um, and it's one of the books that I definitely, I'm going to go back and purchase, like, because I, I wish I could go back and reference this a little more easily than I can with an audio book. But yeah, I highly, highly, highly recommend, even if just a trigger warning for some of the darker material, but even if some of that stuff makes you like a little queasy, I definitely recommend at least reading the book. Um, just uh, And just see what you think, so... Yeah, I had it on my longer list. I I also really love the book. I have it on my shelf. Um, I read the physical book. Um, I had it on my long list, but I was like torn between whether it's actually like a beginner book or more like beginner. I feel like intermediate, so, but but I it's so one of those what books I made my that short I feel like apply to multiple yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. like to include it on my beginner list because I think that learning to layer your practice is so important and it yes. teaches you kind of that's what I like about this book is it's got like a walkthrough of how to layer your practice so that they if you follow this book step by step, like by the end, you have like a variety of spells that all use these materials that you've already made and you have them ready to go. And I, you have pretty much the basis of a practice. Yeah. And I think that even if you just pull inspiration from it and not the actual spells from the book itself, it is very, very helpful in teaching you like how you can use witchcraft in your day to day. Yeah. I honestly think if we had expanded the list, like by one more book, it would have been. 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great book. I loved it. I didn't read it until much further into my practice, but it's super uh, super useful. Um, I like I like it. Definitely get the physical version because it's a great reference. I I yeah. Pull it out I all wish the time. I could go back to it more. Yeah. So I will yeah. be adding a physical copy mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my fancy shop, and maybe it'll be sooner. <laughs> so um, I guess I guess this is where we should plug we have links down for these books down below yes. and also scribd has almost all of these books in ebook and or audio format and there are links down below for free trial for scribd it's great it's it's the best audio ebook it's basically netflix out for there. books it's fantastic i highly recommend it we don't get money from that one just so you guys know but we do get free months so we don't have to pay for it if you guys so, use it we didn't discuss this before, but I think we're going to put both of our referral links in there for script <laughs> because you can use one referral link and get a free month and give us free months. And then when that expires, you can use the other one and get another free month. So yeah. if you want to maximize <laughs> maximize your reading, um, click on both links and give us both free link free books. i believe it so does have psychic witch too so if you wanted to join us for the patreon book club i believe it has it for audiobook and ebook so i like yeah. to use script on my phone mm-hmm. and my ipad it's fantastic mm-hmm. yeah um i i love it i'm a huge fan it's so much better than audible but um but i digress but oh, it, has, it also just in general it has so many witchcraft books uh you will never be at a loss for books <laughs> to read if you're interested yeah, in i was very pleasantly surprised by uh yeah. how many books are available there <laughs> yeah and so um, we're getting towards the end of time but i do want to ask what is your next to read book besides psychic <laughs> witch of course which we're going to be reading for the book club what um, will be your next uh must read Okay, well, so I have a stack over here. So my my collection is a little out of control. Um, I was part of a monthly book subscription service for a while. It no longer runs, sadly, but I would get oh, two no. books, two books a month every month for like a couple of years <laughs> of witchcraft books, specifically witchcraft That's books. That's pretty so, cool. So, so I have a couple uh, that I haven't, yeah, a, a couple that I haven't gotten to. Yeah, you know, just a couple. I also have a bunch of books that I'm like half in the middle of. So t- Travels Through Middle Earth, I'm half in the middle of. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it's about, um, it's not about Middle Earth, like Lord of the Rings, is Saxon pagans. Um, Baba Yaga's Book of Witchcraft, I love it because I'm trying to get in touch with like my um, Slavic side. Um, my mm-hmm. mom's family is entirely Polish, but I do nothing with it. So, so that's on the list. But this is my newest acquisition, and I am so excited for it. It's pretty. It's the collector like limited edition. Uh-huh. Um, and it is Merlin, Master of Magic oh. by Gordon Strong. Um, <laughs> For those of you guys who book. are just listening, it's a red, like a deep red hardback book. And it's got like gold foil on the front. It looks almost like yeah. like a cauldron with like little <laughs> magical pieces coming from it. And there's a yeah. moon with some stars in the middle. It's all good fo- yeah. gold foil. It's very beautiful. Yeah. Very simplistic so- and pretty um gordon strong uh, um he recently passed actually right before this released but um but he was like an expert on merlin magic 
mm-hmm. and me being obsessed with Arthuriana. <laughs> um, obviously, I have an interest in this, but um, but I just got this a few weeks ago. I actually got it right before finals um, because I had pre-ordered it and then didn't have time to go pick it up. So I just got it right before finals. So I haven't had time to actually read it yet. And I am so excited to finally finally do that when um i have when when the school year ends and i can stop giving all of my energy to (laughs) five-year-old children (laughs) so i'm a teacher by the way (laughs) so um but I don't just give my energy to five-year-old children just <laughs> on the street. Just, but, but, um, but yeah, that that's the that's the one I'm really looking forward to next. All right, I still have to finish the Crooked Path by Keldon, and that one I've been enjoying. Um, I, I'll have to pull together my my full thoughts at some time, mm-hmm. but um. That one I have to finish, and then I think I'm gonna dive into. I, I've got two options. Plant witchery, which I'm really excited for. I've heard amazing Ooh. things. Is that and Julia, Diaz? Julia Diaz? Yeah. Yep. Um, I have that. Haven't read I, it yet, but I have. I it. really want to dive into that one. <laughs> and then the other one that I got that's kind of just silly fun. I'm curious. Is the werewolf magic book that I just got from the book? <laughs> of magic. course you would. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Okay, I'm skeptical. I'm like, what is this? But I couldn't see a book called Werewolf Magic and not get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I totally understand. Let me look it up real quick. I'm. I'm honestly. I. I think you should read that next and tell me give me a full report because like there's two of them there's werewolf magic and there's werewolf pack magic i only got the first one the werewolf magic um authentic practical lycanthropy (laughs) well i mean i know like i know like vampire magic is a legit thing so Mm -hmm. i'm not familiar with werewolf magic but me neither it's um, it's interesting to consider. I'm very so, curious, so for sure. I, I, I vote you so read I that. I don't want to read that one for fun because I know plant <laughs> um, plant witchery is probably going to take me a while because it's a hefty yeah. one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, yeah. let us know in the comments. Um, or what are Discord you reading? If you guys want to join us in the Discord, what are you reading? And should I read the werewolf book next or the plant book next? Let me know. <laughs> and um, let us know what you're reading because um, my completely full bookshelves always need more books. I just Absolutely. buy more bookshelves. That's the solution. <laughs> so um, I don't know. All I'm, right. We'll go yeah. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh no i'm just i i have a book problem <laughs> so, um, uh, book yeah. problems are a good problem to have <laughs> but so that brings us to the end of this episode i hope you all enjoyed let us know your favorite witchcraft books if you haven't already and come join us in the patreon we should be opening up a vote probably here soon about what the next book will be after psychic witch and we're going to be pulling together some times for potential meetings so definitely join if you want to have your voice heard um and yeah we'll get more information out to you here soon once we get some actual meeting dates set up but so excited to be having this opportunity to get to talk to you guys in a more um what more close environment like it's gonna be just like a little group chat with all of us i'm so excited just nerding out about books 
And we'll see you next week for our episode. It's going to be me, Fuchsia, and Shady, and we're going to be talking about Oracle cards. So we'll be missing Dukesley, but we're really excited to chat all about Oracle cards, our favorite decks, and kind of the difference between Oracle and Tarot. So if you're interested in that, definitely uh, come join us next week. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>